if you want to be able to go long term, mm -hmm. you want to build a relationship. Mm -hmm. A relationship is key and it takes time. And it's not something happen overnight because a relationship is built with trust. So if there's no trust, there's no relationship. Welcome to the Kelly Lumber Podcast. I'm your host, business mentor, personal brand strategist and style expert on a mission to inspire a minimum of five people a day to take action, do something different and just show up as the best person they aspire to be. Keep all your messages coming, all those reposts and shares that say that you've been inspired by something that you've heard on one of the podcasts. I love it. It makes my day and it makes the guest day knowing that it's had an impact. Thank you in advance for being one of my five a day. Please drop a review on Apple Podcasts or if you haven't come and said hi on Instagram, please do. I'd love to meet you. It means more than you know when you like and subscribe to this podcast so more people can hear the stories and the journey. In today's episode, I speak to Johannes, known as Johnny, founder of Cloudout, a global lifestyle management company. Johannes has such an inspiring story, leaving Ethiopia at the age of 10, arriving in Las Vegas without knowing a word of English. And despite his challenges, he landed his first job as a valley attendant at the renowned Bellagio and has since gone on to launch more than three successful businesses. Johannes has a passion, and you're going to hear this throughout the podcast, for providing the best service to his clients. And he has organized some of the most prestigious experiences for his superstar clients. So join us as we delve into Johannes's journey and learn how he has turned his experiences into success. Welcome to the show, Johnny. It's great to have you here. We've met via mutual connections, so it's great to have you here. Why don't you do a little introduction and tell everyone who you are? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, it's great to be here. So my name is Johnny. Actually, my name is Johannes. My, I go by Johnny because of our, my clients and friends. They ah. find it easy to call me Johnny rather than Johannes. That was where we had the confusion yeah. on the telephone yeah. <laughs> just beforehand. Because I was like, I don't have an appointment with Johannes. I'm meeting Johnny. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, there, there's a big story about, you know, why my name Johnny can get into it later on. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm the CEO of KLT Holdings and KLT Holdings is an umbrella of multiple brands such as CloudOut, which is a lifestyle management company, as well as events by CloudOut. It concentrates on events, concerts and, uh, you know, uh, friendly uh, games and things like that, that what we do here as well as uh, Coop Travel. It's, uh, it's a brand that brings a community together in a traveling business. So I have created these brands where we right now are doing such a good job. And Dubai has really given us that boost as well to grow uh, and to the place we want to be. Love it. So yeah. there's, there's so much I want to unpack there. Yeah. And it's like, where do I start? So <laughs> maybe first of all, what brought you to the Middle East? And then we'll get into sort of how did we get to the, the sort of the three businesses and, and what was the starting point there? So let's start with Dubai. What brought you to the Middle East? Sure. I'm known for, actually, if you say who's Johnny Vegas, you find two Johnny Vegas. One, a comedian that's well known. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think a funny, amazing guy. And then you find me and I'm, I'm the kind of guy who tailor holidays and um, lifestyle management for high-end people and high-profile uh, like you know, athletes, celebrities in that magnitude. So my origin is I was born in Ethiopia and I, I left Ethiopia when I was 10 years old to Las Vegas. 
So my life has been in Las Vegas all this time, which is amazing. And I, I got a degree in aviation. I didn't like it. So I went into the business of hospitality because Vegas is all about hospitality, the casinos and Absolutely. all that stuff, yeah. right? So I got into it where I became a valet tenant parking cars. But I'm not talking about just parking cars, though. We're parking cars of Mayweather, Michael Jordan, Leonardo DiCaprio, people like that. That's coming to the Las Vegas and like, you know, that entertainment industry. Yeah. And I was working in the Bellagio Hotel at that time. So through that, I got like, you know, into this hospitality business where concierge and uh, front services and operations and things like that. And through that, I created the business Cloud Out and Cloud Out expanded from uh, Las Vegas yeah. and then to LA. And then I took it to Miami. So slowly it just blossomed where I took it to Spain and Greece. And then in 2017, I brought it to here in Dubai. But I came to Dubai with curiosity. I was invited. I came for three days just to see it. And I ended up staying for two months. <laughs> I think it's, it's often yeah, the case. People yeah. go, I'm just coming for a week's holiday or I'm just coming for a year yeah. and like me, 20 years yeah. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what makes Dubai so fascinating is yeah. that like, you know, my story can be related to many people that are here today yeah. is we just came in to just look at it, see what it is. Uh, because what I come from in Las Vegas in the U.S., like uh, the perception of the Middle East or Dubai itself, you know, at that time, it wasn't really as it is today. Yeah. So when you come here, you come here with a question mark in your head. But when you actually hear and experience it yourself, it's something else. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I came here, I was nervous because it's just an unknown environment for me. So, but meeting the people, understanding the culture, it was really, really, really amazing. And then all of a sudden I said, man, there's something here that is, that can relate to the, you know, the business that I have. So I went back home, uh, you know, I did more market research. And then all of a sudden, here we are in Dubai for what, four or five years yeah. now. So it's quite an amazing journey that uh, took place for me. Yes. I love that. Can we just even take a few more steps back? So yeah. what was it like going from Ethiopia to Vegas and how come Vegas out of all the places in the world? Like, how did that happen? Did mom and dad just go, this is, this looks great. Or was there <laughs> opportunities? Like it's, it's such a difference. Yeah. No, I, honestly, uh, I wish it was uh, a choice thing. It wasn't a choice. Um, so, you know, I come like, I come from a poor background as some people are today who, um, uh, who are in, you know, in the position that I'm in today. And I like, I haven't seen my dad for many years. So the first time I saw my dad was when I was about nine years old. So my dad was living in, uh, in Europe where he was studying um, chemical engineering. Mm -hmm. And he came back home and all of a sudden, America has this thing called DV, like Diaz and David, V as in Victor, DV. And this a lottery. It's a lottery that is given to the country where you can fill out. And if you win, you can go to America. Yeah. And so fortunately my dad did it. So I, we had the, I didn't, at the time I didn't understand it. I was, yeah. a, I was a child. So he won, we went, but in order to go there, you have to have a sponsor. Mm -hmm. And our sponsor is my mom's sister who 
resides in Las Vegas. There's the connection. Yeah. So, and so we went to Las Vegas and we called home our new home, Las Vegas. And it was a struggling situation for me because I didn't speak English at the time and I didn't understand the culture very well. So, you know, it, it was tough, but I got through it. Yeah. And uh, here I am today. Las Vegas made me who I am and Dubai created an opportunity for me. And that journey from dropping out of aviation, which I imagine, did that go down particularly well with the family or? Yeah, because, you know, what happened is that, so I went to a college in Las Vegas. Well, initially, because I was playing sport, I was playing football mm -hmm. and I, I couldn't play anymore because of surgeries and injuries and things like that. I couldn't continue. So uh, I was very lost. So I didn't know exactly what I want to study. I remember my mom told me, oh, why don't you just be a pilot? It's great. I was like, yeah, just be a yeah, pilot. yeah. I was, I was like, why not? Yes, you're right. Why not? So I, you know, admitted to um, a community college. They teach aviation mm -hmm. technology and got it, finished it there. And I was flying like, you know, Piper and Cessnas and things like that. And the next stage is to become an actual pilot flying Boeings and things like that. And yeah, so, and the school is Ambry Riddle, which is in Florida, and you have to pay a hefty amount mm. in order to attend there. And my mom say, we can't go that far because we didn't have the financial backup. Think, yeah. yeah it's, so it was very depressing for me because, okay, I'm lost here. So I was able to achieve this but then I'm not able to finish it exactly the way I want to. It's like I got the degree for it, but I didn't get to the point that where I really want to go. Mm. So I kind of fell like, you know, fall off that, that love I had for the aviation. So I got into the hospitality business, yeah. but I believe in something and that is things happen for a reason. If it wasn't for that, I won't be here today. Mm -hmm. And I fall in love with the new thing that is the hospitality industry. Yeah. which gave me the opportunity to communicate and to connect, to network with people that are so amazing. You know, it's not only high end, but normal people that's coming to hear their stories and to understand who they are and what their background is. It just, it, I found myself within that. I love that. And yeah. the inspiring piece is you yeah. then went to start, you know, you took a job and you, so you started as Valley and parking, yeah. you know, fabulous cars and making connections there. Yeah. So touch a little bit on that. Did you end up like, did you just meet the same people? Like, would you get the regulars that come in and you yeah, start developing so, the relationships? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you're, you're at the, the gate, let's say, yeah? yeah, you're at the door of the hotel where people just in and out, in and out, in and out. So you see, like the first thing they see uh, when they come to the hotel is you. And the last thing they see when they leave the hotel is you. That's so, so true. So, I've never thought yeah. about that. It's the last, first yeah. and last impression is, yeah, is valid. It's important, right? Yeah. So, so, and I'm there, like, you know, I'm there doing the tickets. So meaning that I, I, I stand there and I just see these people mm -hmm. in and out. So they get, you know, they get familiar with you. They get closer to you. They tell you their stories. They tell you, you know, their frustrations or their happiness or their, you know, the full emotion. You get, you, you're... You're the Dr. Phil of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that, that area. So, and you love it because you, you tend to learn from it. You know, you're like, wow, I love this. I love when people are engaging with me. So I apply that to the brand that I have today yeah. and the way I live in my lifestyle. 
Yeah. So let's talk about that brand yeah. today. So you've got a number of different businesses. Yeah. What was the first business? What was the little seed of an idea? And yeah. then like, how, you know, how did you, what were the steps that you took? Because I think yeah. when I work with so many entrepreneurs, they don't know the steps and often they're different for everyone, but there's something in what you're going to tell us. I'm very sure it's going to inspire someone who's <laughs> yeah. listening today. No, it is like, you know, the journey is that I was a lost soul who found himself through like communicating with people. And I will never tell myself that the work that I did is not a good work or is not enough to impress people. No, but that's my journey, that's my life. And that's mm -hmm. because of that, it got me here. Mm -hmm. So Cloud Out, which is a brand, yeah. came to be because of that journey. And the journey is I was working at, you know, these front desks and valet and concierge. And I see people every day for eight hours I see different type of characters with different type of emotions. And I always ask myself, how can I be able to handle this person? How can I be able to tailor my emotions with these type of like different characters that I see who is lining up to check into their rooms, lining up to park their cars, you know? Mm -hmm. So I found myself into a situation and where I say, hey, I know how to do this thing. This is amazing. So why don't I create a brand and be able to engage with them with based on what I have learned, how to be able to control the emotions, mm -hmm. you know? So I created it as a room, like, you know, booking platform, okay. cloud out, just yeah. to book rooms. So I got into the industry of travel industry, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I found out like how you do it, just getting the suppliers and understanding the community, and then be able to have a discount. You know, I wanted to create a, a brand where you win, I win, everybody wins. So it's, it's kind of weird, but it works. So, you know, you get these rates and you be able to mark up a certain type of rate mm -hmm. where you get it less than what you see online. Perfect. Yeah. So you save money. Yeah. And then I'm be like the company be able to make, you know, a certain amount. And you save a certain amount. So you are happy. Yeah. We are happy. And everybody's happy. So I created something like that. Yeah. And it worked. And then what happened was one time I met a guy when I was parking a car. It was a French guy who's a movie star now who lives in Dubai, by the way. No, wait. Are you, are you friends? Yes, we're still friends. Oh, I yes. love it. Yeah. From so, that and to that journey. That's, imagine that's that. Amazing, as, yeah? Yeah, you never so, know who you're going to meet yeah. and what part of the story they're going yeah, to play. Exactly. So. And I met him and, you know, uh, we talked in a, like, you know, a certain way. And then all of a sudden he said, I'm going to, I'm going to send you somebody because he liked the way I was looking after him. And he said to me, you know what? Hey, uh, I told him who my favorite, uh, football player is. And he said, that's my, that's my friend. That's my brother. Next time I come to Las Vegas, I'll bring you a signed shirt and a, you know, shorts. Yeah. I said, okay. Okay. And, but he did one year later, he came back to Las Vegas with a little, a little bag of signed shirt and short and looking for me in Las Vegas. Where is this guy? And no way. A hundred percent and found me. And that also shaped my character, you know, show me like keeping your words means a lot for people. Mm -hmm. And it meant a lot to me for the fact that this guy kept his word and did what he did. And so he sent me a friend of his, he said, can you take care of him and his wife? I did. 
I paid for their hotel room for like two nights or whatever it was. And they were shocked. They're like, no, you don't need to do this. I'm like, don't worry. It's okay. Because the way I looked at it, it was more like gratitude, you know, thank you so much for doing what you did. You know, let me give you back. But the way they took it was something beyond. They're like, whoa, you do this for us. This is unbelievable. So the next person that he sent me was a famous footballer from, he was playing Arsenal at the time. And he came to Las Vegas. I looked after him and then it became a domino effect. So he told another player, that player told another player. So it just went in. It was word of, the, word of mouth, yeah. you know, one of the biggest marketing, right? So Clouda was just bloomed then. It just became something big where it moved to LA. It was looking after for them. And then from LA to Miami, Miami to Ibiza, Marbella, Mykonos, you know, it went on and on. And then here, here we are today in Dubai. I love that. And I yeah. think a huge key piece of <laughs> yeah. that, that I take away is your personal brand. Yeah. It, it is, I mean, a lot of people think personal brand, social media, like we'll get to that in a minute, but what you're talking about is what I describe personal branding is, mm-hmm. is how do you make someone feel when they come into contact with you? Yeah. That to me is representation of your personal brand. And that is exactly what you did mm-hmm. to the first person that you met that then ended up being a snowball effect in your business. Yes. What are some of the other things that you feel have contributed to your sort of maybe success in personal brand to deliver like wow moments or those kind of things. See, when I start dealing with people like this and industry like that, Mm. I didn't look at it as a business. I didn't have a structure. I didn't have a business plan. I didn't have anything. I was just the front desk and valet guy who was just making people happy. I just wanted to make them happy. That's all it was. And if, if, if there's a financial gain to it, that's phenomenal. And so CloudOut, like when I opened the business in Las Vegas, to open a business, it takes you two minutes. It's simple. You just click, click, and you pay. And I said, it's done. Oh, I need some lessons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can give him a lesson, no problem. <laughs> so, uh, but it's just that that's how it was. So I had my license and then I was operating, but I didn't have any structures and mm. fundamental foundations. And I didn't have any mentors. I didn't have anything like that. I was just happy to help people. And when I see their happiness, I, that was just my success. That was my payback, mm-hmm. you know? And people saw that and they say, wow, this guy is genuine. So I'm going to tell my friend about you. I'm going to tell my family about you, you know? And it just became, like I was saying, it was a domino effect. Right. And so that's when the personal brand started, you know? Mm-hmm. That's when that recognition of Johnny Vegas started. That's not even my name. You know, but they created that name for me. Ah. It just became a brand itself. Johnny Vegas became a brand. And so Johnny Vegas, well-known in UK, Johnny Vegas, well-known in Greece and Marbella today in Dubai. Mm. And, and it's because of that. And that gave me a lesson. If I go back and look at it, that's self-branding in a massive way, Mm. but it was not done with a strategy. It, it wasn't was just, necessarily done intentionally. It, it was, was intentional. what you yeah. were doing and how, how you were as a person. And then yeah. people have seen that from that. Yeah. There's got to have been some challenges along the way. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, you know, everyone loves high and I love your story. It's so inspiring. But I think with that, there's always things that happen that people are like, right, that was a really bad day. And I would really wish that I could have no. changed it. What have been some of the things for you that have been a big learning lesson? Because nothing's ever bad in the way that it's... A, a failure as such, 
what do we learn from it? So what means some of those things for you? You know what? Like, that's a great question. And this is why I, I use one word to express this. And that's perception. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about perception. Because what you see on the social media, what I do, mm-hmm. and what really happens beyond the scene are totally night and day. Two different things. Mm-hmm. When you are looking after for such individuals, mm-hmm. when you are traveling, when you are making things happen, there are so many obstacles. Well, moving parts, I guess. Yeah. So things that can happen yeah. that are out with your control, I yeah, suppose, yeah. as well. There, there's so many obstacles, mm. you know. And because you're not only challenged by yourself, but you're challenged by others around those people as well, you know. So the perception is, whoa, look what this guy does. It's amazing. Like, look what he's putting together. Yes, it is true. It's amazing. And what we put together is phenomenal. But if you really put a microscope on how we do it, it's something else. Because, see, everything detail has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, and in order to do that, you're dealing with suppliers, you're dealing with the individuals, friends and families, you're dealing with different characters that you need to impress. You have to be able to understand where and how to reply to the people mm-hmm. and how to be able to cater to them because not everybody is the same. I'll give you an example. If I'm an athlete or if I'm an individual I don't travel by myself. I travel with a pack, you know, whether I have my two friends or my 10 friends. And all those people have different needs and different likes and different way of expressing themselves. Your focus cannot be only one person. Your focus has to be in the accumulation of all those people. Mm-hmm. So how are you be able to cater all of them and make all of them feel satisfied? And how are you going to take the criticism because someone is going to feel some type of way and that might hurt your feelings Mm -hmm. and your emotion. So this is where you leave your emotions aside. And this is where you put everything aside and pay attention to what the job is and able to take criticism, able to have that thick skin and be able to come back and make that person satisfied rather than engaging with them in a different way. So yes, it's it's quite the journey when you go into this type of business. And it's all about the perception, what you see and what happens and how it's done is two different things. Yeah. Social media is great for some things, but it can also throw in a few challenges. How do you, you know, when you talk about that, you are just you and you have a team that is working behind the scenes, making sure that everything, everything comes together. But how do you, how do you translate that? Because I think that's a lot of thing that a lot of challenges that, you know, companies or entrepreneurs that are growing a business have that people buy into them, which Mm -hmm. is great. Then they scale the business. So you've got the relationships, you're growing the team. How do you translate what's so special and unique about what you do with your team? Like, do you do trainings with them or like, how how would you do that? So when I started, I didn't have a team. I'd done everything by myself and it was the most difficult thing, but it was the most important thing Mm. because it was preparing me for what I am today. And when you work in uh, the industry that I'm in and the industry that I am going in right now is it's difficult because you're, you're, you're dealing with 
different type of people, different type of products, different type of any type of needs that's there, you're dealing with it because you're the person that's responsible. And anything happens, you take accountability for it and you have to. So that journey of those experiences that I've been through Mm -hmm. taught me how to be able to engage with people. So the team that I have today is is taught by the lesson that I have been, you know, I've been going through and I'm able to give them that lesson, say, okay, I want them to focus on not how much you make, you know, because financially everything is there, Mm. you know, it's always there, but you have to know how to shape your character in order to grab that. So when you go into the industry that I'm in or work for me, I make sure that they focused on what they're there for. Okay. You know, let me explain it just a little bit clear. So if you come and working for me, people say, oh, I'm going to make a lot of money because I'm going to work with, oh, such a high profile people. I'm going to be doing this. And so they have that perception, right? Perception. Yeah. But in reality, I have to wake you up a little bit. Yes, what you think is there, but I'm not going to give it to you because I want you to value what you're getting, mm-hmm. you know, because then you will care about it. So I will teach you and I will give you the tools, but it will take time, but guarantee you, you will be better than me mm-hmm. by the time we finish. So that's how I keep my team and loyalty comes through that yeah. because after you work hard and you built something, there's no way you want to let it go because you really want to see it even blossom even more. And they feel then part of the, yeah. the team and yes. the journey. That's exactly. Part. And they feel like they belong yeah. and which they do yeah. because they create it. I just give them the tools and the experience that I had, but I want to make sure they feel that the, everything they do has a value, not just someone throws money at you and then you're like, ah, okay. And then you don't care about it. So. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting concept, but it works. So how do you reward your, your team members? Do you kind of, you know, financial peace, yeah, it's there, but is there other things that you do to reward your, your team or to incentivize them? Yes, there is, there is, uh, there is incentives of what, what we do is, what I do is that I give you four options, you know, actually, my assistant is here, so I don't want her to hear this, but you know, we give you four options, mm-hmm. you know, there's a financial options, there is perks, yeah. you know, there is lessons, uh, which is like educational lessons okay. that you can put. And there is um, a mental wellness situation. Nice. So I put these packages for together for them in an envelope. And then I say, choose one, you know? Some choose, most choose the financial side of it. You know, some choose certain things. So, but I tell them before you choose, don't choose what is relevant to you now. Choose what will be relevant to you later and what will benefit you and what will help you to grow. Right. So why I'm saying that to them is because 80% of them will choose the money which will make them happy for that moment, yeah. which will make them feel good. But then that's done. Yeah, yeah. It's finished. So some of them will choose the health side, yeah. which is the mental side, which helps them in longer run. 
because they will understand the psychology side of it. They feel good that like, you know, when you feel good, you do good, you know, and there's the perk side where they can have a staycation and a hotel, which is taken care of by us, or they can go on a journey to a vacation somewhere else, you know, paid for, which gives them also, which I think is good because then it gives you to collect yourself, you know, to, to appreciate what you do and how you got that. And so having these helps the, not only the brand, but the, the team to grow, the team to come back, the mm-hmm. team to stay. And it's important. I, I, I recommend it for other brands to do the same thing. What envelope would Johnny pick? <laughs> Me? Yeah. What would I, you pick? That's a good question. The money. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> After you just shared all that. <laughs> no. Um, me, personally, you know, mental health is one of the biggest thing mm-hmm. because I, like, I went through a struggle in Dubai um, when I came here because not knowing the culture, not knowing the country, the people in the same industry that I'm in don't want to see you succeed. So they, they you know, they talk behind your back and mm-hmm. trying to, you know, there's so much negativity around it. And you coming into this industry, trying to understand it, it, it take a toll on your mental health, mm-hmm. you know, and among other different things in life, it pushes you. If you're not mentally stable, you're not able to do things that you really want to achieve. So, you know, if I had to take the envelope for me, it would be that mental health side of it, because I want to be able to understand, okay, in order to uh, function in yeah. life, you know. And you, you have to exercise, right? You have to eat well. Uh, you have to, you know, do this yoga. And you have to do all these things to calm yourself because mm-hmm. every day we stress. Even if we don't want to stress, we stress. And that's part of life. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. But you can combat it. You can stable it. And by that is by doing these type of things. And it's key if you work in a company, if you work in an industry like ours, yeah. because you it's a guarantee that you will stress yeah, because, so <laughs> because if you're not able to put, uh, you know, a client an APM and, uh, and Zuma, you know, you stress it. So mm-hmm. how you be able to <laughs> calm yourself. So it's important uh, to have that. Yeah. I think I'd maybe pick the education one. Yeah. Um, because I think in terms of here's your finance right now, but if I yeah. educated myself and learned other things, then that would potentially have a, a better long-term investment, shall yeah. we say. No, I agree, yeah. But I love the envelope thing. Yeah. I remember years yeah. and years and years ago, I went on a date. And um, when I met, they, he picked me up and he gave me three envelopes. <laughs> and there was three different restaurants <laughs> okay, in it. Yeah. Which I kind of thought was yeah. a nice thing to do. And yeah. it was like, pick your restaurant. So we picked one. Yeah. And then after we'd had dinner, it was like, can I look at the other ones yeah. as well? And it, I just thought, I love the envelope thing as a... As no, a, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, like, I don't want people to come and work for me and say, okay, I want to go have fun. You know, I want to go to the nightlife. I want to go to the beach. I want to go to the yacht. I want to do this. I want to do that, like that. Instagram. The perception yeah, yeah. is they think that that's yeah, what working that's, in yeah. the team is part of. Exactly. Yeah. Many people, like, for example, I have pro athletes mm-hmm. and their friends you know i organize stuff for them and and then their friends will see because they've never seen it such a thing you know because the pro athletes say okay you know what i'm gonna bring my friends on holiday they deserve it because they never seen things like this so humbleness you know brings them together mm-hmm. and then these guys never been 
exposed in this environment. So they see it. They see the happiness and they see all that. Mm. And they, they have that, you know, that image of, oh man, it's like this always. I can do this. And they say, can, I, can we work with you? And that's uh, the first question they ask. Can we work uh, with you? Okay. You know, and, and my question is, sure. I'll never say no to anyone. Yeah. You know, I say, sure. And then you tell them. So, okay, you want to work. This is what's going to happen. I want you to do this task. I want you to do this, 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 this. They, They're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to go to? Yeah. Fall through the cracks. Yeah. And then, and then they, they understand that, like, what they see is not what it really seems like, you know. Mm. To, it is in a sense, but then it's like, it, you have to build it. You know, you have to put it together in order to, to, to bring it to that level. Yeah. So, but some people are not capable of to do that. Why? Because that's not their passion. Yeah. That's not their, you know, that's not the way they are. They're different. Yeah. So, but they love the fun part. Who doesn't like the fun part, you know? So when it comes to the job side of it, we fall a different direction because what we do and what you see are not the same. So without naming names, Tell me one of the most fabulous trips that you've ever organized for, for, for anyone. I mean, I'm sure there's been a few. Yeah. Um, any that you can share that have been like, wow, that was pretty cool. Or we did this and it was so different because they yeah. requested this. Yeah. In Ibiza. Mm -hmm. This is my first time. Uh, I went there. Um, it was my first time on a yacht. Like, it, I was like, wow, this place is amazing, you know? different environment, different type of people, different type of scene. Yeah. So I was really, really like loved it. And actually I'll tell you name is one of the Moroccan uh, football player. Mm -hmm. His name is Ashraf Lazar, amazing guy, big heart. You know, we organized for him to engage engagement. Mm. And um, it, what we did, it was not in Ibiza. It wasn't a uh, Uh, Porto Cervo in Italy. Yeah. It's a small area. It's, it's a phenomenal place. It's just like the, the Italian culture, like it's just so amazing. And when we were organizing that for him, it wasn't like, you know, this cliff of, you know, ocean area and the hotel, the, the, the brand, the staff, the people that are there around there, it's just such a small community. But it just it feels like, wow, I just want to, I just want to stay here. And creating that, like, you know, we created an environment for him, you know, where he was able to uh, propose to the fiance. And it was really amazing. And it's an experience that I never, never had and never felt. But it was an experience that always I remember it because it was an emotional attachment for me because he is my friend. And to bring that together for him and his friends and family. And uh, it, it, was, it was quite an experience. But that just goes to show that, you know, out of all the things you do, you never know potentially what you might be asked to yeah, you uh, don't. help support in a travel yeah. experience or to go. It's spontaneous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So what's one of the biggest myths in your industry that you would kind of like to debunk? I mean, we talked a little bit about the perception that people think it's all this and it's not. Is there any other sort of myths that you're like, I just need to clear the table. This is not how it happens. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I said it. Um, <laughs> is, is, is what you see on the Instagram, the happiness of all that is, yeah. is just true. But 
that's not how it's done. It's not always like that. Mm. When you go behind the scene is where the reality is, is putting those, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, organizing uh, those events together, making sure that last second request is happening, mm-hmm. you know, and making sure that the, the restaurant is full, but they create extra chair for your clients and, you know, making sure, you know, the, 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 the club, um, is able to introduce your client with the, uh, the, the artists, uh, yeah. uh, there's so much in it and, but you're not enjoying it. You're there to make it happen. Yeah. So the, uh, that perception, I'll go back to perception again, yeah. that perception of you think you are, uh, having fun as in like, you're the one who's drinking and having a good time and, and doing all this stuff. No. It's not you actually the person who's in the background, making sure those stuff is happening for the clients that is requesting those needs. Do you ever say, no, it's not possible. Or is that sort of something in your vocabulary in the business that you say, no, it's never an option. We'll Uh, always find a way. uh, No chance. I I will never say no, because no for me is a negative. So I'm a positive person. And I create a positive environment around me. So if I'm not able to do it, I'll find out a way to do it. Because being in the business for 16 years in this industry and this environment, you have, you created a network of opportunities. So the, uh, the, the request they have somewhere, some, some place is able to do it for you. You know, so as long as they told me, kill someone then that's a no that's it that's that's a hard no you know yeah 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 that's a hard pass yeah yeah like, yeah. yeah i would yeah. never do this yeah yeah but but anything else like you know we're able to make it happen for you yeah. and and if i personally i'm not able or capable of doing it and i'm sure i know someone that can help me make it happen and that's that's what this industry is about is the network and the communication and the and uh, you know, it, it belonging into some area and making things happen for the people who need it. And that's actually the most important thing. People come back to you when you make the impossible possible. Mm. And those are the key things. Mm. Yes. We talk, I talk about that. Um, there's a phrase that I've had from my granny and it's called de-seeding the lemon. Okay. So it's come from the perspective, I've said this a couple of times on the podcast before, where it's a metaphor that my granny used to have hot water with lemon and she would used to de-seed the lemon because she'd be like, there's nothing worse than having, you know, really simple drink, but having like a bit floating around. And that has always stayed with me because I drink hot water with lemon. But I took that as I got older is the tiny little things make the biggest difference. So when I worked for 15 years in celebrity stylist, it was the tiny little things in an outfit that would make the difference. The Mm -hmm. tiny little things in customer service Mm. that make the difference. Yeah. So very much about what you're talking is that yeah. on a daily base, a daily basis, you de-seed the lemon yeah. with your clients so that they come back to you time and time again. Yes, true. De-seeding and true. the lemon. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trademarked it. I'm going to use that one. Yeah, I do. And I want this. I, oh, genuinely, there's going to be the name of my book that's coming out. Oh, amazing. Yeah, but okay. it's um, de-seed the lemon. I want it to be a movement that people are thinking about that all the time. Yeah. Because you're clearly nailing that in business and with the people yeah. that you're working with. 
but not everyone does and it doesn't come naturally mm. to, to everyone either but if you can start to think well what are the little things the tiny little things that make the difference then mm-hmm. i true. think that's crucial okay we've got one random question yes the most strangest thing anyone's asked you to to do i don't know if you can say it or if there's some like just uh, weird request like has there been one you know what there is a one request uh, it, it was asked for me to do was um bring in a baby cup tiger to Las Vegas. Okay. Which we made it happen, which is phenomenal. You made it happen. It was great. Yeah. Um, And it was good. It was, it was during summertime and uh, they, they wanted to come, but they don't want to leave, you know, their little baby uh, somewhere else. So they want to bring them along with them. And they did. And making that happen. That's that for me, that was the strangest thing that someone can request because of you know you have to go through so many things with the animal it's not easy easy, you know so uh, getting the proper paperwork and doing all this stuff and making a short time and making it happen like you know it's a battle but like i was saying knowing the right people and then knowing the right network helps you to uh, make things easy for you and that's the key for people who like, you know, listening and who want to understand how business and in this industry works is, it's all about network. Mm-hmm. You know, your network is your wealth. And, and that's key because if you, if, if I know this manager at this restaurant and if I know the CEO in this company, if I say to this, uh, manager in the restaurant, when they are fully booked and there is nothing available, but he knows who you are. He knows your credibility. Mm-hmm. He can make anything happen because anything is possible. If the CEO has an opening in his company, he's going to definitely take you because he knows you yeah. rather than the random person that's coming through the door. So knowing your network, knowing creating your network and knowing your community is very, very important. What would be your number one tip then? If someone's listening and they're like, yeah. right, okay, your network is your net worth. Yeah. Okay. What would be something that, how, what would be your biggest tip on someone going, but how can I develop that? You know, how can I grow my, how can I grow my network? Yeah. Like it's credibility is everything, mm. you know, it's about what you give out there. What's your focus? Like, because in Dubai, like I face this daily, you know, people come here for a short term two weeks, three weeks, want to make quick money and want to disappear, you know? And so everybody has different type of uh, strategy yeah. and different type of perspective of w- w- what they want to do. If you want to be able to go long-term, mm-hmm. you want to build a relationship. Mm-hmm. A relationship is key and it takes time and it's not something happen overnight because a relationship is built with trust. So if there's no trust, there's no relationship. So in order to build a relationship, it takes time. So you have to be able to show that person, that individual, whatever you do, that you are able to do something. Don't focus on money. Money is a tool. It's not something that's significant Mm -hmm. because money's everywhere. You know, it depends on the, I can speak from, you know, our term. It depends on the service that you give. Mm -hmm. If I'm able to give someone a service, I'll pay it if I have to, but I want to make sure they know that I'm genuinely there to help them and to make, to make things happen for them. Mm. Because one individual, I always see, I always tell my team this, 
one client is not one client. One client is a hundred client. And here's, here's how a tree has a root. Yeah. But it also has branches. It has a leaf, you know? Mm -hmm. So one client is like that is the, is, is, is the root, but then he brings other people around him or her. So you have to make sure that you take care of the people that's coming to you, build that relationship with them, no matter how, mm -hmm. because If I focus on the financial side of it with that person, yes, it will, it will work for that time. But next time they're going to go somewhere else. Also try. You don't want that. You want them to come back to you. Give them that, you know, emotion of returning, you know, that feeling of returning back to you. And that's what cloud art is all about is we focus on the, the, the service that we give to every individual. But we know that if we do our job right, these individuals will pay. These individuals will do whatever it takes because we put them first. We put their, their needs and we care. So, and we show that and that's what, that's how, you know, that's how, that's how, the, that's how it works. It's a beautiful visual analogy that people can think about yeah. when they're um, in talks with someone or building a relationship that one person It's not just one person, it's the tree and yeah. all the leaves. It's, it's, it's important, yeah. I love yeah. it. Um, what's next? So we'll wrap up. What's next for what you're doing? Is there a part of the world that you haven't set up in and developed no. next? Yeah, I what mean, are you thinking? Listen, I, I've been in this industry of uh, lifestyle management, hospitality for 16 years. Mm. Coming to Dubai gave me the opportunity to venture in different type of avenues And where now today, you know, I'm involved in many different projects that outside of uh, what, what I usually do and, you know, helping people to grow, helping people to uh, establish a foundation uh, for their future. And that's something that we are working on right now is helping like, you know, individuals to grow, to grow assets, to grow like mentally to grow as a person mm -hmm. and we're there to help. And so I, I've been, I have like, it's the greatest thing. I have many mentors now and help me to get to that level where now I'm helping others as well. Mm -hmm. And Dubai today, you know, and I know is like California in the 1800s. It's like a gold rush, you know, and this is where everything is where you want to challenge yourself. And when you do work hard, definitely there is a reward for it because uh, the opportunities are here are endless, you know, and we see it next door in Saudi that's happening right now as well. Yeah. So if you're an entrepreneur, you know, I say, steer, steer your wheel toward this direction because things are happening here where it helps you. You know, I see many entrepreneurs uh, creating a small brand, startups and making heavy amount of financial, which because the opportunity the road, the map is here in this area. So I'm grateful for to be here and uh, the opportunity that I get. Yeah, it's yeah. an exciting place to live. It's, it's an interesting, yes, place, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Exciting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So yeah. how can people connect with you? You know, you're quite active, I think, on social media. Yeah. Um, what's your handle? Are you? I'm, I'm an Instagram guy. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm on Instagram at Johnny1Vegas. Um, And, uh, you know, you can find me there and, you know, I, I, I work, I have a project coming in Africa where we are able to help the kids connect with, you know, the kids out there. So where many brands are going there right now to, um, invest 
and we'd be able to 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 help in in, in many directions. So you you will see that on that Instagram, and you will see my journey there as well, my story. I yeah, was there it, in Malawi at the end of last year. Malawi, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we're in Ethiopia. Yeah. So okay. yeah, and we want to be able because uh, at the moment Africa, like I can speak from the Ethiopian part of it, there's so many young people, like you know, sixty percent are young adults, where are not blessed enough the way I was to get the opportunity mm. that I'm getting today. Yeah. But I feel as if you give them that opportunity what you get out of it is massive, you know? And in the sports term, you know, you have your Mbappes and Lionel Messi and Ronaldo in Africa as well, but you're not able to see them yeah. because you, they're not getting that opportunity. So we're trying to give them that opportunity to, to you know, to become uh, whatever aspiration, you know, they have, doctor, engineer, athletes, whatever it is. So that's the journey and we'll see what happens. Amazing. Stay tuned. I love it. Thank yeah. you so much. It's been a pleasure yeah. to speak to you today. Learned Thank you for having me. Incredibly inspiring. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is how more people can hear about the amazing stories and guests that we have on here. Even better, you can also share this on social media. Screenshot it and share it on your Instagram or on your Facebook or on your Twitter account. The more people that see these episodes, the more awareness it brings to small businesses and those that are trying to make an impact and difference. And if you want to know more about how you can develop your personal brand, then check out our new website, Brand New Creators, designed by our in-house team. And we are in the business of helping you to increase your online visibility, build industry authority, lead change, motivate and profit. Who doesn't want that? I look forward to speaking to you soon. Until next time. Bye.